Gareth Hall with you. This is the Monday Breakdown on Giddy Up. Mickey Gaddon, Dean Watling, Mitchie Lewis also with me in the Covenant Street Studios of South Bank here in Melbourne, ahead of Melbourne Cup Day. We'll get through a few text messages before we go through our runner-by-runner Melbourne Cup preview. Still throwing up with private eye, somehow losing one of the worst beats I've seen. Agree there. Al Safina going down to 100 to 1 pop. Summed mm. up the day. That's from Josh. Agree there. Al Safina was in Perth. Yep. Lads, it was a pleasure to attend Derby Day for the first time on Saturday, but I felt robbed of one of the great sporting atmospheres as hundreds gathered in the saintly place to cheer on Amelia's jewel home. If she got out and won, it would have blown the roof off Flemington. She is amazing for the sport. That's from Majestic Agree there. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the other tip from the driver? $1.60 pop at Kilmore losing? Oh, please. Boys, what happened to the chances of... What was that horse called? Amelia's Jewel there on Saturday. Do you think she would have won? I think she would have. Top three for sure. Yeah. Um, with the former round land legend, if it were to race in this year's Melbourne Cup, what odds would you have that galloper? That's that horse that won in the first up, first, first up in the first race at Randwick on Everest Day. Yep. Um, trained by, um, who trains it? The, the young man that trained the Melbourne Cup favourite, James Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. The, the form around it's been pretty good, Dino. Yeah, it has. It has that form around oh, the horse that's gone off my mind at the moment. But um, that win was superb. Mid-race move, fast tempo. Um, it looks like a similar profile to Sulker maybe last mm-hmm. year, where he obviously didn't go to the Cup, but towed him up on uh, on that last day of the championship. What I'll say, though, Sydney Stay is an average at best, so yep. it would be $26.51 in that mark, in that, in that range. G'day, Gareth and team. Two disappointments from the weekend. Channel 10's coverage was benchmark 58 level at best. And the Golden Eagle, great concept, but 17 horses, originally 20, doesn't work over the 1,500 metres around Rose Hill. Needs to be capped to 14 for safety reasons. Lucky we didn't have a full. Agree with you, Ronnie. I can't comment on the Channel 10 coverage because I... I heard that they went to a break before a photo or something like that. One of the big races that... Might might have been the Dali, actually. People have got to understand it's a different ball game. The Channel 10 coverage is for... Mums and dads. Um, Mums and dads and, like, not just for pure racing fans. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of sponsors that they have to get And you have plenty of options as well if you, yep. if you do want to. Good morning, Gareth. Why did Spencer um, Why didn't Spencer take Butch Cassidy straight to the grandstand rail? Amazed me. That's from Bill. I don't know. I agree, Bill. Yeah. Because um, he maybe didn't pack his compass. No. <laughs> Six minutes past nine. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit Gambling Help Online. .org.au. Let's get stuck into Giddy Up's Melbourne Cup preview. Looking forward to that. And uh, we'll start off here with the first horse for the Melbourne Cup. And I'm just getting the market now on my screen for this year's Melbourne Cup with Bet365. It'll be on Tuesday, of course. Here we go. Gold Trip, the defending champion. He's easy at the $7.270 now with Bet365. James McDonald rides. I think he gets a perfect gate for the Mara and Eustace camp. But the big question is, can he carry 58 and a half, Dino? Yeah, it's interesting. I think you look at the weight and you probably say no, but then you look at it from last year, he only has to carry a kilo more. What I'm more concerned about is the speed map and the deck on Tuesday. I think there's an abundance of speed from out wide, which should see the horses on the inside probably get shuffled back along the fence. With a big weight, the last thing you want to do is have to make multiple runs in transit or in the straight. So he needs one saloon passage to be winning. 
Um, the clouds need to open up and the rain needs to come as well. I think we saw that last year as well. So for me, I don't think he can win the race this year and I think he will keep drifting in the market, Gano. Yeah, completely agree with you, Dean. Everything you said there. The race shape's a really big thing for me here. I've taken a, a, a stance here. I actually want to be against anything drawn uh, low that's not going to be sitting forward. So I think it's going to make it very hard for Gold Trip. We'll, we'll touch on Stockholm later, but I'm happy to risk Gold Trip this okay, year. Okay, so where do you think you'll be then? It's 3,200 metres. Most of the time, horses get their opportunity. Well, well, let's just touch on the map then. There, mm. there is so many horses here that are going to roll forward with light yeah. weights. So they might, J-Mac will go, oh, beautiful jump. And he might be sitting, he might be sitting fourth or, or, or sixth along the rail after 200 metres. But then by the time they get the first turn, he could be 14th. Because mm. I'll just keep piling on, piling on, piling on. I think it's forward. a perfect gate for him because he doesn't have to do any work. So he, where does he where does he sit? Just midfield, yeah. midfield rail, and then Macca can weave his way through a little bit like Bakabi Diva and Bossy did all those years so ago. So to see him sit midfield, yep. in the way I see this unfolding is he would almost have to be leading at the at the two hundred two hundred meters after be race. Maybe midfield or just worse than midfield. Yep. But the key is, is that he just. He doesn't have to work to get a spot. He's got a spot no, straight course. away. He's got yeah. a spot. Correct. I think that's but then, the biggest But then if they keep yeah. crossing, he'll, get, he'll keep sh- shuffle getting back. shuffled back. And, and that's okay. The problem with the, the problem that he will have if he, if he does get his momentum stopped when Mackin exactly. makes his run. So here's, here's the other risk, right? Yeah. You've now got lightweight chances that have gone forward using the fact they've got a lightweight. They've gone forward. They, 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 don't, they don't fall back wide. They fall back straight on top. Hundred percent. There's your risk. But most most of the time in the cup, you can push your way out, and you can the, the gaps will open up at some stage. It's very rare that you get horses that get held up in a Melbourne Cup. I think if if he's going to win the race, the headline's going to be the best ride we've ever seen in the Melbourne Cup because he needs that one saloon passage. You can't stop and start. Sure they can do better than that. <laughs> and he's going to have to, like you said, Gareth, he's going to get the perfect run in the sense that he's going to save all of his energy mm. on the rail, but he just needs that luck at the right time. What about Macca Miracle? The other key for Gold Trip... <laughs> Stick to tipping. Yeah, the other the other key to Gold Wait. Trip, that there's, there's a chance of rain during the day, zero to four millimetres. Mm. Now, it needs to rain during that meeting to help his cause, Gold Trip. If the rain doesn't come, I think he's in a world of pain um, this year, Gold Trip. Mitchie? There's 20, 10 to 20 mil forecast for Wednesday. They don't often get it right, but the forecast is it's going to rain. So if what it's if a it, day earlier, then Yeah, Gold I was going to say, what if it could come forwards yeah. a little bit as well? If, so Yeah, if the rain comes, he might start favourite, Mitchie. Oh, he might do, but oh, yeah, I, I think he's a massive chance. Um, he's going really well. His sectional times out of the Cox Plate and the Caulfield Cup stack up. It, it is just a map that's the query on him, uh, but... I've, you've got James McDonald on him, and I think yeah. if the map's the query... better than he was yeah. last yeah. year. That's, yeah. that's the point For I was sure. going to make. I think he's a victim of his success in the sense of the weight he has to carry this spring. If you weigh up the two spring carnivals last year and this year, I think he's going better this time, but probably gets an inferior setup. So and, that's why Maccabi Diva was so great to win three Melbourne Cups, but she had to step up and improve every time she went up into the weights. Now, Gold Trip has to be a two-length better horse than he was last year mm. to win this year's Cup with 58 and a half. Is he a two-length better horse? Oh, maybe one. Well, he was soft in the line, winning by two lengths as well, wasn't oh, he? No. So I but, think but he's a two-length, but it was a different setup. Correct, and it's a two-length. He's a two-length better horse, with given the ground, maybe. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. His cox plate run was probably better this year than what it was hundred percent last year. Yes, it just. I, I think this is the way I see this. If you just want to take purely on ratings and horses' ability and the weight he has, he can win this race. If you don't like the map. Then all of a sudden, yeah, it's it's not it can't just be one dimensional. Yeah, um, you just got to you got to choose your angle and play it. Put it this way: if it was a wait for age race, he'd be 
Well, wow. $2.50, no. $3, but it's a handicap, and that's why you're getting $7. And whether he's taken the improvement to carry, what, 58 and a half to win a Melbourne Cup, and we can't forget he's only won three races. He's mm. been a great... He's won he's one a, of those on a good track too. Correct. He's been a consistent horse throughout his career. Um, but, yeah, it's a big job in front of him. Alan Quirr's the two. He's at $61 and $13. This will be Damien Oliver's last ride in the Melbourne Cup. Well, hopefully that horse gets there, but... He's the got a stone story bruise. in the lead up to yeah. the cup. He can't win anyway. I don't think he could win before the stone no. bruise, and the stone bruise probably just puts a line through him. Spot on. Yeah. I think his form in Europe, you would have thought when you brought him over, he'd be a chance, but he just hasn't been able Correct. to pick it back up. He would just need to all of a sudden flick the switch in the stable and come out with that form again. But his European form was really good. Yeah. The three's without a fight. $6 now, as I was speaking, it's into $6 with bet three six five from six fifty two forty five to place. The Caulfield Cup champ... He ran time to win a Caulfield Cup in one of the great races. He'll be third up into a Melbourne Cup, Mark Zara rides. My only concern for him now, I think it's a big concern, is the wide barrier because he'll have to go back from that gate and there'll be a lot of slow horses in front of him and he'll have to go wide maybe around them. So I think his job's a lot harder now. Yeah, you know? I'm probably in the other caught in the sense of the speed map there. I think we can touch on it. Magic Lagoon, Serpentine, Volbin all go forward. Right you are, break up from the wide gate, interpretation, Calipore potentially as well. So when you see speed from out wire, that means the early tempo of this race is going to be strong. Where do they end up in the back end of the race? That's the big query in what they do mid-race. But without a fight, looking at the gate, purely after the draw, I thought massive negative. And then I do the speed map and he's going to land in a three wide line. He can chime into the race and start yep. his run where he wants. Uh, I think he comes off the perfect setup, the perfect acid test in a strongly run Caulfield cup. Um, the weights, the slight query, but in saying that the dry deck, the map, the jockey, everything else is a big tick for me. So with that, Dino, who's he going to be? What he needs to be on the right horse to follow exactly. into that race three wide, because if that horse isn't going yep. anywhere, um, if it isn't going forward quick enough, then he's got to go four and five wide. I think the the difference there is that you're 100% right, but he's going to have options no matter what. But you definitely want that toe into yep. the race. I don't think he can stay in a run on his own out wide, going to. Yeah, he'll get a toe in the race. There'll be someone to follow, uh, for sure. Zara's good. He'll, he'll know what he's doing. I think the best uh, thing about this horse and the best thing about the chances of this horse are we, we saw that better part of the track on Saturday being down the middle in those um, sprint races. Yep. In a big field with horses falling back, he's going to be able to go wide, get there. He'll get it yep. tied into the race. He'll get to the best uh, going. Mm. And I said earlier, I think last week, and you told me I was an absolute imbecile, that without a fight we'll start favourite. And I still think he will start No, I don't favorite. think he'll start favourite. I think he'll be second favourite mm. in front of Gold Trip. And I give him a big chance so as you well. Think, you think Vorban will be third favourite? No, first favourite. Oh, first yeah. favourite. He'll so, be the favourite. Yeah. Without a fight, second favourite. Gold Trip, third favourite. Right. Mitchie Lewis? On without a fight? Yeah, oh, look, he's going to be a massive yeah. chance. Loves a good track, gets that. His Caulfield Cup closing splits were better than Gold Trips. Uh, he did interrupt Gold Trips' run, so you could take a little bit of that with a bit of grain of salt. But, yeah, he's obviously going to be a massive snip for this. He's fresh. Oh, not fresh. What's he? He's primed, ready to go. Fourth up. Third, fourth up. So, yeah, no doubts that he's going to run a big race. All right, then. Let's have a chat about the Japanese galloper break up the four. I think he'll be on pace from this wide gate. He's at $19 and $5. Um, has anyone heard of Kohai Matsuyama, the jockey? I think this Hideki's is his brother. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is his first ride in Japan. <laughs> Um, but you got to respect the Japanese, don't you, Dino? Yeah, well, I disrespected them in the Golden Eagle, and they pulled my pants down. So it's interesting setup for this horse. His profile suggests he does improve second up. 
we've got to remember, he sat close enough to a brutal speed in the Caulfield Cup, so he gives me a similar vibe to a romantic warrior where maybe you'll pen him off that poorish first up run, but he was a long time off the scene into a brutally run Caulfield Cup, so he's a horse who can prove drastically into this race. Where does he get to in the run? Gano, I think that's the big question mark, but I know you like this horse a little bit. Yeah, I just think the second up record is key. I think 3,200 metres is key. And I know mm. Mitchy asked us about the horse and said, you know, after the Caulfield Cup, do we like it going forward? I said, no, I've changed my mind, Mitchy. Yeah. Which you're entitled to do. It's, it's a game of opinion. So, yeah, look, I, I'm with Dino. I think he'll improve off that first up run. He's stuck on pretty well. Mm. To me, that suggests he can probably handle this trip. And, yeah, you know, the Japanese have some of the best horses in the world. What we saw on the weekend, we could see something like that. I think what will suit him, as you pointed out, Dino, if there's a lot of speed into this race, he, he needs a he needs a truly run race. And whether the jock takes off at the, yep. the 1,800 metres to get these horses off the bit, um, tactics will play an important part, but you've got to respect the Japanese here. Five Vorban is the favourite at $4. He's been a touch easy, would you believe? He probably gets out to around that $5 quote. Willie Mullins and Ryan Moore. I think he's the horse to beat. There's no doubt about that. I think he'll start around the 5 to $6 mark. He gets Ryan Moore. He's in a vintage form at the moment after dominating the Breeders' Cup meeting in, in the States. He's the horse to beat, trained by the master. Um, he's got a terrific turn of foot at the end of two miles as well. I can't wait to see what he can do, the big chestnut there, Mickey Gannon, on Tuesday. Yeah, it'll be interesting. A few knocks might be uh, the parade, 100,000 people at Melbourne. it be interesting to see. Yeah. Were you there on, uh, on track work the other day? Apparently he was a bit fizzed up early. I didn't see that. I just saw him go like a machine. Yep. So, and then when I had a chat to him out the back, he was lovely and relaxed. The big chestnut walking around with David Gates. He said, "G'day, Gareth. Good to see you, mate. I saw you at Ascot. And <laughs> you didn't get to say g'day." Um, well, last time you spoke to a horse, I think it was Cascadian, wasn't it? Jim? No, it was Animo. Animo. He got beaten. <laughs> that, worked <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out well. Look, just just on this horse, clearly a chance. Um, what I want to mention here, which is completely left field, is that you know. Johnny O'Neill, your man, you might be able to ask him this. But this is a hurdler, right? And these Australian you know, purchasers are buying all these Group 3 gallopers out there and, and no one's picking up hurdlers. Where's the angle? Why don't we start buying some hurdlers and bringing them over? Well, I think this horse, if you listen to Willie and the connections, they purchased this horse for a Melbourne Cup. Yep. And Willie Mellons likes to jump a lot of his days. So... That's what they've done with this horse, but they've always believed he's a better flat horse. There's also a narrative, isn't there, that they kept him over the jumps so that he didn't win too many staying Correct. races on the flat yes. and skyrocket his rating. There so we go. Well, this, there's your answer. This has been a plan for two years mm. to get him into this race with the right weight to win the Melbourne Cup. Yep. So barrier three, where's he going to get to in the run? He's obviously going to go forward. Fourth, third but, or fourth. But, but now you have an – there's so many horses here with light weights are going to push forward. He could end up being three or four pairs back the fence. Uh, that scares me a little bit. Taking having to take four dollars eight, four dollars fifty. That doesn't really fuel me with too much confidence. I'm waiting to see. So, the the little report that he might be a little bit flustered on a day that's very hot when he doesn't prefer a good track. If he's going to be chasing tail, because he likes to go out and lead, which he's done in a few of his most recent races, is is he going to be overworking trying to be because he's going to be uncomfortable in the run. The only couple of times he won in England, he he sort of walked and then sprinted home there at Ascot, and then he did what he liked in a way there in that group three in Ireland. So I think he'll be better off a hot pace and he's mm. still got that electric turn of foot. If you watched him in his jumps racing, I know he's competing against jumps horses, but he, he travels on the bridle. And we then should say too, it, though, those jumps races are completely correct. different to anything yep. here. Those horses are the jets. unbelievable. Yeah. 
So I, I think you got to. I think he's definitely the horse to beat. He'll start favourite, and Willie Mullins has been trying to win this race for a long time. Just just on him, like from a betting perspective. Yeah. I, I don't want to lose on him, but I don't have him winning. Mm. So if, if he gets a job done, I'm happy to break even. Yeah, and you're probably best off waiting. Yeah, yeah. I think the the general consensus with him is he's an incredibly good Melbourne Cup favourite. Yeah. Um, I think, like you mentioned, Gareth, the faster they go, probably suits him more. He's a horse that comes off the bridle a long way out. So if you do back him, you see him off the bridle, don't stress. He'll keep finding, finding, finding. I think the two queries that we mentioned are he's not going to dictate and a rock hard um, Australian track. His form overseas on the soft is elite. Mm-hmm. He obviously won at Ascot, beating Absurd on a good track, albeit I think time suggested maybe I'll, it was... I'll put him bit... in the list for the rain dance and doing for gold trip. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. This is Giddy Up in our Melbourne Cup preview. On the other side of it, we'll take a close look at Solcom. Absurd that's been heavily supported and then a few of the roughies for this year's Melbourne Cup. Don't go anywhere. This is Melbourne Cup Eve and a special edition of Giddy Up. Is Salk and Chris Waller, Joe Mirror, eleven dollars bet three six five three fifty the place. Mickey Gannon, if he jumps and he settles a little bit closer, he'll be right in the finish for mine. Yeah, another horse I'm really concerned about that low draw. I was looking for a more of a ten to fourteen set up for this galloper, and I'm worried now because he's going to be further back. I got it with a Gold Trip, and mm. just sort of being in those horses that could jump well, be there, and then all of a sudden be beyond midfield and not the place to be when you've got now these lightweights falling back in your lap. Yeah. Don't like it. All right, then. Yeah, I've got a bit of opinion on horses who miss the kick. I think it's just uh, so hard to win races, let alone a Melbourne Cup. Uh, blinkers do come off, though, and Gano has some information suggesting that it's jumped out well with the blinkers off. Uh, Joe Marrero on, that's a big tick. I think his best chances are finding the back of Gold Trip and taking him into the race, but... I can't be backing him at that price. Just just on this galloper, I actually think his best chance will be missing the kick by a length and falling out and being able to go mm. around them rather than mm. rather than being pushed forward. So we're all getting excited, going, "Oh, you know, it's jumping, it's jumping." I think jumping won't be that great for it. No, I think if you, I think if it doesn't matter if he misses it like he used to miss it, like a half a length or a length, but he can't miss it six lengths. Imagine if Joe jumps and goes, "Oh, I'm on, I'm on," yeah, and then all of a sudden, like if it could be the and, worst thing that happens. And Joe's on fire at the moment. He's just he been is. dominating Japan, including a Group One over the weekend there, Mitch Lewis. Yeah, it's interesting. Like we talked about, though, if he misses the kick like he did in the Caulfield Cup, because this will have a hot tempo in it. You'd imagine with those lightweight runners, that's he's going to end up in the same position, and he's got to work early to find a position. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one with him. Barrier four, definitely a negative. You just got to hope, I think, that he finds that middle ground. That's the jockey you want to have on, isn't it? Joe Marrero to fix all of it. Just on Joe, as I mentioned this, Dana, we were chatting about this last night. Is there a is there a sporting person, male or female, that can just jump off a plane and produce their A game like Joe? I have. have, Well, yeah. Maybe, but mm-hmm. as good just as globally, Joe, yes, yeah, yeah. From place Moore. to place. Well, Ryan well let's see it. Let's he's coming in first in class, first class. Let's, let's, see, it. let's really see it then, Ryan. When you fly first let's class, see <laughs> let's see it at Flemington <laughs> this week, son. When you jump off that plane, you jump off and like he's not just, sitting. Yeah, in. it's it's like sometimes it can be relaxing for them because they're so busy and everything's going no, on. They get to true. turn their phone off for twelve or fourteen hours and they can sleep and relax. Get internet in first class. They don't have G Hall ringing them. No, let's have a look at the next horse, absurd. Um, he's $23 into $12 with Bet365. Willie Mullins trains Zach Pert and takes the ride talking about world-class jockeys. Now, this horse arrived at Willie Mullins' stable this season, basically, from a European racing point of view. He was first up behind 
the stable made, of course, for Ben at Ascot during the carnival for Willie Mullins. And I thought his run was really good. And then he went to the jumps and then he then he won and he fought off some nice rivals there in an Ebor. I thought he was too big of a price. He's probably a, a rock bottom price now. but And he needs to improve a couple of lengths to defeat the stable, mate. But the money suggests he won't be far away here, Dino. Yeah, well, money talks all languages, and um, I think that's a massive push. Zach Purden's aboard. There's a couple of things to note as well. You probably mm-hmm. hear the narrative that he did get beat 7.5 lengths um, first up of Ascot against Volban, but he wasn't ready to go in that. I think the, the it was state, a trial. Exactly, and the stable suggested that. In saying that, he was terrific late taking off ground of Volban. He then went over the jumps, and then he won an e-ball. If you get a chance to watch the e-ball race, he was three wide the trip up on speed, got to the outside rail, and let down beautifully. Um, the E-Ball is a great form line for this. We've seen Purple Moon win that race to run second in the Cup. We've seen Heartbreak City win the E-Ball and then run second, as well as Prince of Panzan- uh, Prince of Orion uh, has come out of the E-Ball as well. So I think he's a phenomenal chance in this race. Yes, he might get to an absurd price now, but yeah. I could see him probably firming even more. I reckon he's a massive chance, being particularly on a good track too. So seven starts on a good one, three of those, second in the other four. So he's going to get ideal conditions. Zach's got options from barrier eight. I just think he, he's got that sniff around him that he's going to come here and super form as one of these stayers. Yeah, money speaks all languages. He has been absolutely off the map. And Correct. I think the dry deck, the map. Trainer, the jockey. Yep. Kick, kick. Horse, horse to beat. Yep. Okay, I horse like it. Um, eight right you are, $61 and $13 for Mara Nusis, Johnny Allen. For mine, he's the best roughie of the field. I thought he's run the Caulfield Cup on pace. It was, was really good. Yeah. $13 um, is a good bet to place for mine. I think he's definitely a strong top four chance, Dino. Yep, exotics for sure. I think you referenced his Caulfield Cup run. He was up on speed enough in a brutally run race, stuck on well. He probably doesn't have the brilliance of a couple of these, but he's a tough stayer, and that's what you need in these races, Gano. So... Could not turn you out of having him in the exotics. Yeah, my only question with him is from Barrier 15, what do they do? He just goes forward and tries and slot in spot early. Like, yep. it, like most just, of them. Just another one that's going to go forward and try yep. slot in. Just okay. need some luck. Yeah, I've touched on everything I had. Uh, I thought he's stuck on best of the Caulfield Cup for those ones that are up on that hot tempo. So and wouldn't be surprised to see him grind this one out, in my opinion. The Nine Valen declared $26 and $6. He was mighty in the Mooney Valley Cup. Before that, he was terrific in a might and power behind Alligator Blood. He gets a wide gate, but he's won a Melbourne Cup from a wide gate before, Mitchie Lewis. Yeah, look, he's a good horse, but he's probably past his sort of best now. I'm, I'm not really sure that that Mooney Valley Cup form is going to hold up in this. He's probably going to need a lot of luck and a lot of things to go right, in my opinion. I think the what they offer now around the $26 mark, it's I think unders. that's a little bit unders, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, I, I completely Mitchie agree. Gannon, sorry. I completely agree with you, Mitchie. Uh, definitely, definitely unders, and that draw is a big concern for mine. I don't think you're going to see the same run that he got when he won the cup four years ago. Wow, we like glory days. We're talking about this horse. I'd be surprised if he gets the job done. I think he's going terrific. I think he's running the Mooney Valley Cup was outstanding. Three wide the trip. I think he gets in really well. The weights here. I think he's in terrific form. Um, gate 19's obviously the query, but in saying that, dry deck. He didn't handle the wet deck last year. To get him to the third Melbourne Cup is a terrific training performance. I think he's a chance. Sensational. Yes. Mm. All right. So you think Valen Clare's a chance? Yeah, definitely. I think he's priced now. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts a, a little bit short. He gets a lot of ticks here in the dry track, the lead-ups, the miles mm. and the legs, won this race before. I'd, I'm not saying he's a definite chance of winning, but I, I would have him in the exotic. Well, I'd have, have a chat off there. What is your chance of winning or not? We asked the best. Yeah, chance if, of winning. Yeah. I, I'm just I'd not say not he's saying the he's best it. of the Australians, in my opinion. Correct. Yeah. Hang on. So is your chance of winning? Yes. yes. Chance of winning. 
9.32, we need to go to the news. We'll come back and wrap up our Melbourne Cup preview straight after this. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is our Melbourne Cup preview. Now, let's have a chat about the 11 Ash run. This is the second of the Australian Bloodstock runners. $51 and $11 with Bet365. If you can't beat a 10-year-old in the Geelong Cup, how is he going to win a Melbourne Cup, Mickey Gannon? Uh, he'll keep improving. Obviously, he had a long layoff. He'll keep improving. I don't think he can win a Melbourne Cup, but he can definitely uh, fill an exotic hole. I think he can go close. They say he's a big grinding type. So if they yep. go at the tempo we're expecting, and most of these group ones this season have been run at a brutal tempo, he, he might just be able to outgrind everybody. So I think he's a roughy hope. So he can win by outstaying his rivals here, Dean Watley. Yeah, he can't win. Uh, or he, yeah, he's not for me. All right, then. Dak and Sweet Jr., 100 to 1 win. and $23. Anyone give him an, uh, an he's opportunity? He's a horse that can't win. He'll, yep. see, he'll see out the 3,200. He'll be, if he's a top 10 chance, that's okay. a market in some of these. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Akita Sushi, the 13. Joseph O'Brien's got a $126 chance in this year's cup. Dylan Gibbons to take the ride. Uh, good luck to Dylan. He's riding outstanding. I think he's up against it, though. Yeah. Yeah, probably more like an $80 shot than okay. the 100. But... Overseas? Yeah, I think if he finds himself in the same position he did in the Caulfield Cup, he's going to have to be a superstar to get past them all. I prefer a Chardonnay than a Shiraz tomorrow afternoon and thirty-five degree on a thirty-five degree day. I'll be on the vodka lime and sodas, and I think Shiraz uh, up against the gate. Spicy margaritas, vodka waters for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I don't have him in my picks. I think he's up against the Been drinking and gambling responsibly here on Giddy Up. This is an interesting runner, Lechotska, twenty-three dollars and five fifty. The former French man, McPrice, Michael Kent Jr. Another one for Australian bloodstock. She gets gate twenty-one. She'll be coming across from that draw, Mickey Gannon. Just another one going across. Uh, I think she needs it wet, G. She'll stay. Yeah, she'll stay. Interesting. I think she's short enough. I think she's one in the market that maybe has to get out. Maybe do they rethink their plan of going forward with the speed map gunner? I, oh, I don't know. Mm. Not for me though. At she that price, good French form. Obviously, winning a Group Three before she come out. So she's one of those ones that. Wouldn't surprise if she crossed the line first, but I'd, I'm not sold she will. I think that but form she... line's turned out to be average at best mm. for those horses behind. Mm. But It's not the strong Irish form and the form that we do yeah. reference in the UK, but in saying that, but you respect the stable. Yeah, but that, what I'm getting at is if 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 you told me Wednesday or she won the cup, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm not surprised she's a European stay. It's yeah. hot thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's got that X factor because we don't know that French staying form because it's hard to measure up against the, mm. the other form lines. Magical Lagoon, 150 to 1, Mark. Duplessis and Chris Waller. Should be 500. Yeah, yeah no, no. no, not for me. A military mission, the Herbert Power Champ, $31. Rachel King takes the ride, Dino. Yeah, she's going to need a really, really good ride. Oh, this horse is going to need a really good ride. Maybe shuffle back on the fence. Going terrific. I think it's in career best form, and it's one of only a handful of Waterhouse and Bot runners that are better suited ridden off the speed. So needs luck and probably needs to find the back of absurd or land off rails in run to be running, but strong market move thus far, you know? Yeah, I think... Military Mission can run top 10 for sure. So if you can get one of those markets, absolutely. Yep, yep I agree. Like, going really well, this horse, I just sort of thought it's probably going to take that big step up in class. But we'll run a good race and deserve a spot in this race when I think a few of them maybe do not. Yes, at the start of the spring, at the spring launch, Gay Waterhouse told everybody at the race of Victoria spring launch that Serpentine was her best Melbourne Cup chance. And at that time, she had the two favourites who haven't made it to the race at the top of the market. Um, you can get $51 and $11 for the Lloyd Williams own galloper here, Dino. Best ruffy of the field in the Melbourne Cup. Yep. Um, was only beaten 2.1 lengths in the Bart Cummings. Gets three kilos off future history there. Was only beaten or was beaten 5.9 lengths in a Q22 by without a fight. Gets a five and a half kilo swing. Miles in the leg. Dry front running horse. He's, he hasn't got brilliance, but he's got that tough tenacity that 
Waterhouse and Bott instilling his horses, I think he's a terrific chance. And hopefully Jai McNeil can do similar to what he did with Twilight Payment and rate him terrific. But, yeah, best roughy for me in the race. All right, I'll give us something to talk about. I, I can see Jai McNeil doing the Twilight Payment. I, I think it's okay. being, being very aggressive. But the difference is I don't think he'll actually get the job no. done. Yeah, I think that's exactly the same thing. He's going to have to do the exact same ride, but I think there's going to be a fair bit of pressure up the front in these. So anything that goes too far forward, in my opinion, I think he's going to struggle. Birch's circle fight it hard, so we'll move on to more Fallons. The 20s had some backing. Jamie Carr, Chris Waller, $31.750. Mickey Gavin. Yeah, strong second up record. Uh, and We'll continue to improve. You've got Jamie Carr aboard. They'll be sitting out near last. Uh, we'll be able to run over the top. Definitely runs top 10. And yeah. I think I'll be, having, I'll be including this horse in all exotics. I just don't know if that Geelong blanket finish or the Geelong Kite blanket finish is the, the form line for this. In saying that, it's a hard horse to guide on what it's going to do second up. So probably not for me from the gate, Mitchy. And I think Jamie Carr is lucky that she had a good day Saturday because you're not going to need confidence when you're jumping out from barrier 24. So, look, maybe a small sniff will improve second up. It's just hard to pot it with its form lines. Future history's at $19. Holly Dor rides in her first Melbourne Cup for Mara Eustace. Dino? I think this year is a year that uh, the race lacks a horse that's beaten the handicap. I think yeah. this horse has. I think, obviously, terrific winning the Bart Cummings and then the tactics to go back from a good gate in the Mooney Valley Cup just screams. We want miles in the legs, but we don't want a weight penalty in a Melbourne Cup. Uh, terrific barrier here. Probably going to get a run of the race off the fast speed. Um, 50 kilos. It's hard to knock the horse in saying that. Um, I don't have it in my top four. Definitely a top 10 chance, though. No knock right price, G. I think it's unders, but I think top 10 finish. Um, like Dino said, it's beaten the handicap. It'll finish in the top 10. I'm not sure it's a place chance. Interpretation, Calipore and True Marvel, can they win top 10? No, I don't think so. True, think, True Marvel will be the story of the century if he can win a maiden hurdle in Hamilton six months ago and then come out here and win the Melbourne Cup. Well, he'll definitely get the trip. We yep. all know that. Well, He's got a good record yeah. over the trip, actually. It's a sneaky. Yeah, He's had six starts over it, 1-1. One, one, Placed in the other three. He'll run 11th for all the top 10 backers. Yeah. <laughs> you get $6 for him to win the or finish in the top 10 with Bet365. That's an interesting market that you can take a look at there. Um, with Bet365, I think right you are at 325 is the value there for mine with the top 10 finish. Tips for this year's Melbourne Cup, lads. I'll start here. I like this. I'm going straight trifecta. Oh, oh he's lost it. God. You ready? Ball ban. Yep. From without a fight, absurd. Gold trip for fourth. Pretty simple like for that. mine. Mickey Gannon? Uh, without a fight on top, uh, absurd second. Vorban third and breakup fourth. Okay. My top four, I've got Vorban on top. I won't be backing now. I'll be waiting until the parade ring. I've got absurd in for second. Definitely backing that horse now. Without a fight in for third. And Serpentine, the best roughy in for fourth. Michi? You'll find me today doing the rain dance on top of the roof because I'm sticking with Gold Trip. He's going to go on top for me. I'm not going to lose on Vorban running second, especially if he looks the part come Tuesday. Without a fight next and then absurd, I think he's going to run a massive race there. We'll touch on this tomorrow, but for early players, I think admitted will win the first there in the Meribinong plate. Geez, I'm keen on pounding in the first in plate, race number two. Um, commemorative will win race number six or race seven. Um, no, that's the Melbourne Cup. What race is it? Race eight. She I goes. The barrier is big yeah, enough down here for race the eight, number thirteen. So they're my plays tomorrow, Mickey. Got one at Ramwick. Race one, number two, auspicious cloud and the twenty-three yep. dollar mark looks a really nice each way play. Love it. I've got one at Ramwick. Race two, number two, Emperor in the highway. Nash teams up with Matty Dunn. That is a formidable combination at the moment.
and, and Wicklow in the uh, Wicklow yeah, and head. Water Goes in the Big Dance for oh. our man Bakes. And Mr. Waterville win tomorrow at Flemington as well. It's a moral. Beautiful. I reckon the SA horse, Platinum Wolf, can win the Sub-Zero. Okay. And if you wanted to sneak you one early at Morpherville, race two, number six, I think that horse will get backed. Gee, man, just question. Any you... chance we can tip something at Flemington? We're in a hurry, but... Uh, are you going around in the Greys race? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Can you see this? Look at the, have you got a tip at Flemington? Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, he might be loading me in the barriers, I've got right? two. In the Marbion. Um, Marbion. Yes. Can you um, learn English language? Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you put me off. First light racing horse and then Reveline in yes. the sprint down the straight. As, Aztec State in race three is another one of mine. I reckon right, that can yeah. win. I'll tip the card. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll just follow you then, G. Yep. Thank you, Mickey. Thanks, boys. Thank you, guys. Let's take Good a luck. break. We'll come back and wrap up this hour. We've got a bag of tips. Um, we'll have a chat to Robbie Ringland and Butch Castles as well.